Hi everyone, welcome back to Stairway to Star Clan, a Warriors Cat VB podcast. I'm Paz. I'm Julian. I'm Liz. And we are joined by a special guest for our midnight wrap up. Hey, I'm Kavi. Yay! 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 So excited. I'm so excited <laughs> to be here. Um, for the people who don't know me, I uh, am known for designing one tabletop game and also for being a friend of the show for several years. Yes. Very good tabletop game. Everyone should go buy it. Yes, I'm sure, I'm sure my info will be in the episode description, and I'll also talk more about it later. But for yeah. now, I'm here to talk about Warriors and my beautiful son, Brambleclaw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I guess we can uh, start by, you can give your credentials on why you're qualified to talk about Midnight the Book. Uh, my credentials? Well, I've been, in addition to I've been reading along, I first stumbled on Midnight when I was Around the warrior's age of 10 to 12, my memory mm. of my childhood is admittedly a little bit hazy, but I, like Paz, started Warriors with the new prophecy, and I yes. love the hell out of it. Um, I'm an avid shipper of uh, Rambleclaw and Squirrelpaw, uh, which yes. I don't think is spoilers, because have you seen, read this book? I, I mean, she I've got, she got the soft it. scent. She, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, sorry. Um, offset. Oh, she got soft the scent. Yeah, yeah. Her her scent. It's there. We were. Oh, right. The soft yeah. scent. Sorry, uh-huh. I yeah. heard... Okay. Yeah. No, she got soft scented. It's yep. there. Bramble Squirrel Real. I can't say the actual ship name because it spoils Squirrel Paw's eventual warrior name. I feel, but I feel like Liz has seen it. I don't know. I've seen it, but we can we can pretend that I haven't seen it. Um, <laughs> okay. Let's all do some theater together. Yeah. We all pretend <laughs> Liz doesn't know what Squirrel Paw's future name is going to be. <laughs> yeah, it's Squirrel Claw. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's awkward. <laughs> is it Listen. more or less awkward than Bramble Claw to say? I mean, like awkward when your when your GF has the same <laughs> suffix as you. I'd say you know it's just it's... say this. You say this, but I know two people who are married now who had the same birth name. Yeah, <laughs> I <Yes>. guess. <laughs> no, I think it's better if, you're, if your dad chose quotes. it to to make you have the same name. <laughs> yeah, you know I'm fair. <laughs> no, now you can pretend that like no, it's like oh no. Like your dad didn't name me after my dad, who he hated. He, na- I, I'm the Bramblecock can just pretend that he's taking her last name. <laughs> uh, I think we can <laughs> listen. If we want to pretend, I don't know what um Squirrel Paw's name is going to be. We can like go old school and have like an OTP like custom tag for them oh yeah custom like name mm. yeah i already know what it is it's um otp colon um um he asked for no pickles <laughs> <laughs> perfect you picked up on the vibe correctly already mm-hmm. yeah. oh god it is that isn't it i haven't like thought about them in a modern i say i say i'm the avid shipper but like i actually have not thought about those two in like a modern context <laughs> So this is like a revelation to me to have it said this way. <laughs> um, I'm. Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna complete my my credentials by saying like I've had these books in my house for years. I was a huge fan of um, them. I really really loved um, almost all of the 
the main cat's fuck crow paw gang. Um, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> he's a bitch. He is. Damn. That's the point of he him. Was. He was. I was so into him as a child. We'll, <laughs> he's we'll a see. bitch, but not in a fun way. I, this yeah, is your, I'm, I'm this curious. Is your clan, uh, bias I'm a misandrist, class. actually, but <laughs> <laughs> it is my win clan bias. Um, I'm curious to see if we get to the part that will make me understand why I loved him as a child. He's now he's just like funny to me so far. He's like a horrible, yeah. horrible child. Look, yeah. I was a sad emo teenager too, and I wasn't nearly this rude. That's so. That's so true. <laughs> You can be emo and nice. You can be emo and you can you can be emo while respecting women. Yeah. That's true. They should make a meme of that. Um, <laughs> but yes, I love these books very much. I think Dawn is probably my favorite, but I really do like the first three quite a lot. Uh, and I'm very much looking forward to hearing the rest of this uh, series play out, but I'm also very excited to be here for Midnight. Thank you for joining. Mm-hmm. We got a real midnight head in our midst. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever RP? No. Um, no. Not for warriors, no. Um, I see. I think Pokemon is adjacent to warriors in terms of oh, the yeah. themes you're trying to capture, especially Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. Real fans oh, know. Oh, yes. Um, but, and of course, like, I have to admit that, like, of course I went for, like, the most cat-like Pokemon, right? Like, Eevee and stuff. But mm. I don't think I ever did Warriors directly, now. It's fair. Well, that can change. <laughs> it's not too <laughs> late. It's not no, too it's late. it's not too Listen, late. Listen, there is a very... Okay, so I said I mostly wouldn't talk about RPGs, but there is a school of RPG theory out there based on the fact that Warriors... Uh, t- uh, children role-playing warriors on playgrounds is the ultimate RPG. Yes, so, yes, I've seen this. Yes, please, please tell yes. us about this. Yes, please. Yes. I don't have the details because I'm not the one who articulated it uh, the most. But basically, it is ultimately that like Aaron Hunter is the world's best RPG writer because <laughs> the most successful RPG in the world is children pretending to be warrior cat. Uh, <laughs> and that it uh, and and what's interesting about this is that it stands out because Warriors is not a rules book, right? Like in any sense of the word, uh-huh. you know, there's no, there is no like Warriors structure fight? to the play of Warriors, <laughs> but there is structure to the world of Warriors and and more specifically to the social world of Warriors that really is like there is something about that structure that sparks that like is a spark plug in the mind of a child. That's um, true. That that causes them to love to pretend to be a cat. <laughs> it, it is. It's. I'm thinking about like, I mean, I've thought multiple times about like, if I had encountered this in my most like primal state, I'd be different. Um, and I think we we've made like a couple of OCs just like over the course of the podcast, there's like, no, you can't stop it. It just happens. It just <laughs> happens. It just happens. The only rules that matter in, uh, like you said, Kavi, the, the warriors, the, the rules that matter most in the warriors world are the rules of, like, the society. Most importantly, the rules of how you make up names. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have actual more thoughts about the rules of warriors, but we can wait until we get there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um... Well, I guess we're we're here to 
uh, look back on midnight and then think on it, what our thoughts were. I don't know if anyone has something they want to start with. I liked it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we can't forget. We got to do the prophecies. Oh. Oh, Oh, right. We shoot. Oh, God. I'm so slam dunk. Oh, I completely <laughs> not looking at them or remembering them. Them. <laughs> I also forgot to pull them up. Um, <laughs> if we want to do something else, I will run them through. Yeah. Well, we so do know we do. I I do at least vaguely remember a prophecy relating to badgers. So. <laughs> oh, that's the well, that's the one we do know. And is it a prophecy if I'm asking for it every time? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good question. And I'm um, gonna keep asking for it. I want more. Sometimes the power of prophecy is simply the power of probability. Yeah. (laughs) Ursula Caleb Wins had that. (laughs) I took statistics like over the summer once. Um, So it was like five days a week for three hours in like July in California. So it's ingrained in me. I I wasn't good at it, but this is what I got out of it. Um, If I statistically keep asking for badgers... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I still can't uh, get over learning that Midnight is a godly being alive since the beginning of time. This makes sense to me, though. When Does I was listening to that episode, I was losing my mind because it was like, <laughs> one, it's completely unsighted. I know. I love that, though, and I don't need it to be cited. I have many questions. Paz, you were much more satisfied than I was. Does Midnight <laughs> predate the existence of badgers as a species? Who's to say she always looks like a badger? But maybe all badgers are created oh, in her image mm, also. Mm. So one day she was just like, I would like a new evolutionary branch. Like, did Midnight <laughs> witness the Cambrian explosion? Yes. <laughs> oh, was- oh. Sorry, I have Google, um, Googling pictures early on, everyone. Oh. I'm excited. Just a beautiful hand-drawn cover. Oh, I love this. Oh, this is so cute. By a child. It's very cute. This is so cute. Did you guys Um, ever do this? uh, Maybe. I've I've done this, like, for when, like, when my little books sometimes would wear out, um, because I would, you know, read them too much, but also, like, just throw them in my lunchbox um, and get, like, you know, my lunch all over them somehow. By accident, um, I'd be like, oh no, my cover, and then like I have to fix it, and then I would make a new cover and like tape it on. Aww. I never did this, but it's very charming. I'm also, I just love the like, this center cat, not the one that's Brambleclaw's face, but like the center silhouette on the cover. It's just, it's drawn in a way I can only describe as pre furry art style. <laughs> no, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> like, it's, yes. it's the art style of like the earliest warriors, like AMVs. Like, yeah. It's fire yeah. grist. <laughs> it's, it's the big ear and like it's the, it's the snoot. Mm-hmm. It's the big ear, it's the snout, it's the little like scruff on the back of the neck that's gonna look yes. like, that's like kind of, kind of evokes a human wearing a scarf. Um, yes. Like, whoever drew this grew up with a blue furred, like, twink uh, <laughs> fox <laughs> as I'm their try- persona. 
Okay, I've tried to look at Midnight uh, Warriors on Tumblr also to see if anyone else is talking about how to use from the beginning of time. <laughs> and instead of getting posts about Warrior Nun, so I don't really know what's going on here. Oh, I found out that show was gay and I'm still, like, stunned by that. <laughs> Warrior Nun times Avatrice times Taylor Swift hits different. What? I th- I know you just said something, but I didn't understand any of it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Okay, I do know that Amatrice is Ava and Beatrice. It does seem to be uh like an ed- like a uh, of course they're fucking Taylor Swift to Taylor Swift. Yep. Sadly, I don't know if anyone is is really pointing out the implications of Midnight being from the beginning of time and also Ghost. Did you try typing Warriors Midnight Badger? Hmm. That I'm there might be less um Taylor Swift AMVs but <laughs> Badger. Maybe. I don't know if anyone do, do people tag badgers if it's oh, like there's a lot Warriors? of um art of her where she has like stars in her fur, which is pretty oh, cool. That, that sounds lovely. That is yeah. sick. Yeah. We'd love that for her. I drew a very small midnight in my planner for our recording because for um we were gonna record on Saturday last week, so I put that in as like some flavor. And I looked at some reference pictures of European badges, and that was like a wonderful time I had for myself. Try drawing a little badger for yourself. So true for yourself. Hang on, I'm gonna need to look up both of these kinds of animals. <laughs> Take some, listen, in our podcast, there's always time for the listener <laughs> and for the host to set aside, like, I'd say like five to 22 minutes to look at an animal. Oh, Google. I, somebody here is suggesting an AU or Binday is not a badger. I don't want to hear such no, I, blasphemy. What is she instead of a badger? Um, a cat. They want Midnight to be smudge or something. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> Wait, wait a second. Smudge like Fire, Firestar's friend when he was rusty? Uh-huh. That's Here. another character. Um, Warrior Cat say you were Midnight is one, not a badger, and two, Smudge. Firestar's old kitty pet friend. Tagged, hashtag Warrior Cats, hashtag WC, hashtag WCAU. Okay, hold on. I I can get behind this if. um Okay, Smudge gets to have like ancient powers and be the first being who ever existed or whatever but two midnight is now his old friend and yeah someone's like it's also really funny to imagine that she just decided to talk like that oh yeah she's absolutely fucking with them yeah oh for sure uh, I have finally found someone who said, hey, did you guys know Midnight the Badger from Warrior Cats is canonically 15 billion years old? <laughs> I did know March that. March 15th, 2021. <laughs> uh, oh, we've lost the prophecies entirely. <laughs> Julian, did you find those, the prophecies? Um, the prophecies are still processing because I forgot that I... The um, service that I was using changed their billing model, and so I'm no, boo. not. I have to find. I had to find a new service, so I'm using a free trial of a different service. It's still processing. We can. Sorry, we can 
come back to them. Um, yeah. Yes. We can do it at the end. going to have to be a, a return to it yeah. thing. Listen, next time I'll write them down. New, new um, series, new structure. Yeah. <laughs> I completely forgot. Me too. <laughs> new series, new structure, meaning we'll have one. Yeah. New yeah. structure, meaning maybe I'll actually get back on doing these again. Uh, sorry, I've completely fallen off of them. That's fine. Um. I'll I'll write them down and I'll stop just like shouting them into sand and. <laughs> no, it's really just... good that you shout them into sand. <laughs> no, it, it lends the off the dome nature of them is very important. How, how about this? I'll like I'll write them down and I'll share them, but like I'll put a time limit on it so they will still like <laughs> fade into the sand. Handcrafted, messy, <laughs> rustic prophecies. Well, Liz, um, as as the first time reader, mm-hmm. who is your favorite in this book? Going into oh. a new series, I this is hard to answer honestly after the last um, set of readings because it it would just be like <laughs> okay, okay, out of the cats, out of the like <laughs> traveling group. <laughs> mm. I think it's Brambleclaw. Just. Yeah. I feel so bad for him all the time. I I mean there's it's more than that, but he's he's having the worst time in the world and he's so beleaguered and very 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 anxious about everything. There's a really like desperate it. charm to the fact that Brambleclaw yes. is the most normal guy in the world yep. mm-hmm. hanging out with <laughs> like <laughs> And, and here's the thing, is, like, he's hanging out with a fairly normal group. Like, for the most part, the group is normal, right? Like, mm-hmm. Tawny Pelt's a little grumpy. Stormfur's a little nondescript. Undertale's <laughs> a little woman as personality. <laughs> Truly the most of not... Like, all of the reasons that Brambleclaw has problems are named Squirrelpaw and Crowpaw. <laughs> uh, the, the most, like, hostile, high-energy people in the world and they're yes, here please. with you and they hate each other i can't stop thinking about you calling him bramble guy liz because i feel like that really encompasses like he's like just everything. a guy to me i really i really thought before we we got into the series like the new series that he was just gonna like have grown up a little and become like a, a slightly more well-adjusted like npc for like the new baby like characters <laughs> no He's here. Know. He's here. He's still having a terrible time. Oh, Bramble. I Bramble do Claw. think um, Bramble Claw was also my favorite as a child. I don't. I can't remember if I mentioned it on the podcast or not. But he was like one of those like compet fictional crushes you get <laughs> as a lesbian. Oh, where uh-huh. where you're like, well, I guess, and I, it was like personality based. He is a cat. I know that. Mm-hmm. Um, but. It was like, well, I guess I have to like a male character. Um, yeah. Non-threatening boy. Yeah. It is. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's the simple. most non-threatening boy, which is a cat. It's simple. This we force feminize Brambleclaw. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You heard it here first, folks. Actually, I'm suddenly like surprisingly compelled by this. Well, it's T for T. Yeah. Right? This is a scroll flight. Trans. Oh, right. Yeah. Did we decide that? She's I don't a, think like, we decided ginger. that. She's an orange. She's an orange cat. Right. And, like, right. Okay. Guys. So I, yeah, I know cats only from fiction and don't understand <laughs> cat genetics. 
So orange yeah. cats are like overwhelmingly male, and then calico cats can no tortoise shell cats can only be female, I believe. Aha. Genetics wise. I'm so happy. And I think Aha. calico cats are usually only female too, but I might be wrong about that, which is also why trans red tails very common. Uh-huh. Yeah. Is he calico? Yeah. I believe Tories and so. calicos are mostly female. Well, congrats to Swirl's Pop. <laughs> I like remember this, but I thought it was a headcanon we made up and I didn't realize that it was I mean, it is a it's it is like fantasy. I know I know it's still made up, but you know. It's because I mean. the errands don't know or care about cat. They them. don't know and they don't care, and that's great for us. <laughs> yeah. Also don't know. But I don't have yeah, to write so a book about cats. So the science of this is that um the X chromosome is what carries the genetic code mm. for coat color. Um, so to have multiple coat colors in the same cat, oh, you need okay. to have at least two X chromosomes. Um, and yes, so. red tail was tortoiseshell. Trans red tail. So congrats, red tail, on your transition. Congrats to Squirrel Paw on her transition, and yeah. good luck yeah. with Brambleclaw. <laughs> you can do this, buddy. You got this. We Once believe how this is why she's so happy. <laughs> finally a chance to crack this bitch's shell. That's what she's saying to herself. Uh, uh no, I I Bramble's like I cannot give Firestar another reason to look at me weird. No. no. <laughs> Firestar is very supportive of his trans daughter. Yes, but Bramblecaw's very anxious and very stupid. That's so right. He has been hated by since before he was born by <laughs> by this adult man who is already getting on his ass in this book. Yeah, oh my God. Firestar sucked so bad in this book. I hate him. He's the worst. I've never met him in my life. I don't so much for trans is. allyship, Squirrel Paw says. <laughs> Oh, so when I transition, it's fine. But when I want to make Brambleclaw a girl. Jolene, <laughs> <sighs> uh. who's your favorite? Um, Can I say Leafpaw? Yeah. yeah. Or is it only the traveling game? No, I no, think she's like in any, here. She's a POV. She is yeah. literally the only other POV yeah. character. So I do love her. Um, when I first read as a child, I I don't think I picked up on the vibes between her and Mothwing, <laughs> but oh my god. This is... I have a page of notes, and the final thing on my page of notes, after such questions as... <clears throat> after, such, after such things as the romance of violence and loyalty, and... <laughs> um... Is this a committed ideology or a byproduct of the genre space? <laughs> mm-hmm. My final note is Leafwing smiley face. That's so right. true. So, Listen, so, so, so true. Sometimes you see a girl so intimidating and so beautiful that you have to think about her all the time and notice how interesting, cool, beautiful, mysterious, and tragic she is every single time you see her and be sad when you don't get to see her. This is, this is, I've, we've all been here. Yeah. <laughs> Who among us has not been in this situation? Mm-hmm. All, all of us. <laughs> um, 
Well, Kavi, I would love to know your notes and questions. Feel free to just bring them up too. You're mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. We don't have a structure here. <laughs> so you don't. Um, <laughs> I think the first thing I wanted to to think about is because this is this has been coming up whenever I like hear y'all talk about like politics and uh uh like the structure of clans. Uh-huh. Is uh the reason I I brought up the romance of the reason I have the phrase the romance of violence and loyalty written down is because I think a huge part of what actually like seems to appeal to people about warriors and about the clan structure is like I, I mean I think the nature of the clans and the nature of the like loyalty opens up a lot of like avenues for interaction that you don't get to see in a lot of other like work that doesn't deal with these kinds of like familial structures. Um, the most notable thing I think is like on this journey, it really stands out to me how often you see physical affection, like that is like surprisingly, you know, reading it as a human, you're like, that feels kind of like surprisingly intimate for what is mostly intended to be platonic. Like it's stuff like where like, you know, Brambleclaw and like Feathertail will like nuzzle each other's faces or whatever, you know? You'll see stuff yeah. between like like Stormfur and Squirrelpaw. And these are not characters who are like, you know, especially like I I don't think we're being baited into Bramble Tail. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um and and what what stands out to me about that is like there's this real interest, I think like I mean it's the Romeo and Juliet thing, right? It's the like the the there is such a really like the reason the clan structure can never break is because the thing that appeals to people about warriors is having rules about who you're allowed to be nice to that you can be that you can break in surreptitious yeah. ways and be punished yeah. for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Loyalty it's... to the clans does not make them strong, but it does make every time you fall in love with a cat from another <laughs> clan extremely dramatic, and that makes errands a lot of money. So what loyalty <laughs> to the clans does is it makes uh, who published this? Harper. Harper Collins. Uh, loyalty to the clans makes Harper Collins' bank accounts very strong, which is really <laughs> the thing that happens here. But but more seriously, like I do think that like um, I, I mean like he, there's this quote from page one twenty six where it's like a chill ran through Brambleclaw from ears to tail tip as he realized that to be loyal to the prophecy and to Star Clan, he might have to be disloyal to his leader, and like that's it. That is the appeal of warriors in a uh-huh. single sentence. Uh, is the question of conflicting loyalties that you can be that like will will bring down like violent punishments. Um, and I don't know. I think that's interesting to me. I think it really like because of that thematic reason, it does kind of strengthen the like the 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 core conceit of like you have to send send these cats all on a journey and like watch them grow close to each other because they have like developed this structure that demands separation i've also been playing a lot of xenoblade chronicles 3 which has a very similar premise uh surprisingly <laughs> this is an extremely specific cut i don't know i know none i of have you not three yeah will... i know none of you three will get this um maybe some come up at the library <laughs> wait you have video games at the library oh yeah damn well there's the a library cat girl. <laughs> Listen, we're library shills here. We love the library. Shout out to libraries. I didn't realize they were running out Switch games at this point. But mm-hmm. Xenoblade Chronicles 3 is also about a cat girl and some other people who have oh, to I overcome see. clan loyalties and, and become <laughs> friends with each other. Um, 
but anyway, like I do think it kind of strengthens some of the like premise of the of the book, where it's like midnight, you know, says you all needed to learn to like break past these clan ba- boundaries. But it is also like it, it's the weird limiting thing of like the fact that they have clans is kind of like the fact that they never kill the Joker and Batman. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or yeah. it's like how Lex Luthor can never die um, in Superman. It is like the core. The reason these things sell is because of the core structure. And so, like as self-destructive as the core structure is, it will never actually destroy the clans, and it can't ever really be broken in that way because. The point of it all is the drama. Uh, yeah. And that, like, it, it, it gives us, like, weird, like, tragedy to to the New Prophecy especially. Because it's, like, in being what it is, the New Prophecy gets the closest we ever, we ever like, have seen. I think definitely so far. But I also think to some degree in the future books of, like, oh, all of this is really just kind of, like, artificial, right? Like, none of it matters, really. Yeah, I... I bet that has a lot to do with the fact it it was supposed to be the series finale, basically. Yeah. Like, the fact it was only supposed to be two, three books and an end, and also be the end of, of Warriors. Um, and then they... Which will make it interesting uh, going yeah. forward, because um, I do think they were swinging in the direction of like being like maybe clan divisions are bad but then they had to swing it back well how can you sell your your little uh, t-shirts on the official warrior cat store <laughs> that have the different clans on them if we just get rid of them yeah I think you can take a which clan are you quiz too right I feel like we've taken this quiz we have taken this yeah. quiz uh-huh. um I I'll just read out the little trivia bit about the structure of a new prophecy. Um, Skypal13 on warriorcatsrpforums.com says, Yes, Dawn was supposed to be the end of a series. It wasn't until Moonrise was on its way to publication that Vicky was told to write three more books for the arc, which ended up with her throwing some hastily thought up foreshadowing into Dawn, but overall nothing really changing in the second half of the new prophecy. Uh, this is their opinion, being a total nothing trilogy. I feel like I enjoyed the second half of the New Prophecy, but we'll s- I'm interested see. to see how the, where the pacing, yeah. how the pacing's gonna hit when we get there. I mean, as a child, I didn't know any of us, so, and I, I, yeah, I, I, mean, I, I didn't notice I, it. I remember book four of the New Prophecy, which is one of the ones I read, I think, I remember it being one of my favorites because I listened to it as an audiobook, um, and like, you know, it was one of those things where I would check this out from the library multiple times, having listened to it, you know, before, just to hear it again on my, like, my actual, like, Sony Walkman. Um, <laughs> oh. I had, like, one that I got from my parents, because it was, like, and I would check out the audiobook on CD and listen to it. Um, yeah. I was 12 or something. But, yeah, it's interesting to think about, like, I mean, I, I think it should, I, I think, I think... Uh, Skypaw 03 is right at least to point out the first half where it's like you can see that um, I don't want to dive too much into future books but I do think that you see over the course of the first three books in the new prophecy the like social system straining at the edges Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. given all the shit that happens it's hard to justify clan structure 
Yeah. But you need clan structure to produce the thing that people <laughs> find compelling about warriors. Um, and so it's like the eternal, you know, every, every warrior series is about how the clan structure is bad. But they can't stop making warrior series. <laughs> the clan structure can never actually die. And that's I... what I mean with the ba- the Batman comparison. Yeah. They can't ever kill the Joker and they can't ever kill the clan structure. Are you telling me that if society, if something in society is bad, <laughs> that people will just keep doing it because they can't picture a society without <laughs> it? Do you tell me people do that? I am telling you people do that. No. <laughs> Society of Warriors got abolished the clan structure. And it's just a blank page. <laughs> See, I, Society, I, of, I... Society of Warriors abolished the clan structure according to Brambleclaw. And it's just a blank white void. No, it's just like a <sighs> frowning, like, confused face. <laughs> Question mark? <laughs> I... I... I think this is all like super true, and I agree with it. But I also feel like I remember Alex saying that like cross clan romances in some much later series like finally stopped being like forbidden by law. And I'm very curious, like really? how this- yeah, I I think that's fascinating. I know, and I'm I'm so curious like how they sustain the the any like romantic tension critical with. mass on romeo and juliet yeah i guess you at some point and... they were just like well we can't we have to stop i know how and it's you but it introduces another problem which is you let the cats be gay but you make them <laughs> no. <too>. <laughs> <sighs> oh another hurdle another day I would say it seems like homophobia does not exist in the Warriors universe. Everyone's mm-hmm. everyone loves Ravenfall and Barley. Oh, yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> so. <It's- laughs> that wasn't very sweet. See, I do love that Ravenpaw is the only one who is like uncorrupted by power. I know. <laughs> it's so funny. Fireclaw. Fireclaw. Fire. <laughs> <laughs> we all do it. Fire. I can't, I, I like fucked Listen. up. I went next to Fire Stripe. Like, I couldn't <laughs> put it, it together. Is okay. Fire Star has gone fucking insane. Sandstorm is like barely with it. And then Raven Paul's like, yeah, I know he's. Listen, just take it easy on him. Here's some rats. Please devour them. <laughs> there are so many. It's Raven Paw and, and Barley um, visiting like the, the new. Like cast of of um of little cat friends is like, it's do you know the it's like that bayonetta post about like when your your double income no kids lesbian ants come to unleash the Christmas reckoning, <laughs> but it's like with a really with it's like it comes at you like really fast and with a desperation like raven posing with rats please take them. <laughs> uh. Um, my other big thing, um, is given all of this and given the nature of, of it, uh, and I'm going to say something and I feel like Julian is going to be better equipped to answer this question than I am to even ask it. Uh, but is Warrior Cats, is Warriors a romantic story in the literary sense? Hmm. 
I feel like this is more of a Liz yeah, question. Yeah, Liz has a question. Oh. I am not. I am the the art person, not the literature person. Well, you see, I'm not. I I. Oh <laughs> <laughs> God, let I'm me not smart at this thing. <laughs> you One have to be holding answer. it to know the difference. Um. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, it it follows like a lot of the um like emotional and like it definitely romanticizes nature because it's a bunch of little kitties in in the outside world where they shouldn't be and how like wonderful it is to reconnect with that and like a in a roll in the dirt way mm-hmm. um that that's the official like description of romanticism <laughs> but it's like it's also very like emotion focused and like it emphasizes like that internal like um feeling which is very romantic to me like i feel like also the like kavi was talking about the struggle between like what you your your emotions and society feels like very romantic yeah Yeah. there's a sense of like the oppression like the oppressive feeling of being in clan society and they literally do escape from that society into um (laughs) a world that doesn't have it and that is like more quote unquote quote unquote on like more wild even though like <laughs> they were in the forest yeah and purdy's into the there. wild yeah, and purdy's there purdy's <laughs> like a <laughs> purdy's the okay so imagine we're in a horrible place which is like ye olden times um england and you're you're living in a mansion and you have like rolling like rolling gardens and lands and stuff and it's like like culturally like, um cultivated to be like very naturalistic and look look like a a real outdoorsy place and you have like a little hermit hut that you've hired a man to be in <laughs> that's pretty you're so right i love that you haven't hired this man to do something specific <laughs> no this is a real thing right the, yeah rich you... people are are fucked up they just had a guy be there and be like quaint what <laughs> yeah let me look it up what were they <laughs> okay Garden hermits or ornamental mm-hmm. hermits were hermits mm-hmm. encouraged to live in purpose-built hermitages, falling yep. grottos, or rockeries on the estate of wealthy landowners, <laughs> primarily during the 18th century. Mm-hmm. Listen. <laughs> Such hermits would be encouraged <laughs> to remain permanently on site where they could be fed, <laughs> cared for, and consulted for advice or viewed for entertainment. How do I get this job? <laughs> Let me be a garden hermit. Oh, that's God. my mind the idea of a Victorian man who was like, oh, do you want to... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's all go see the garden hermit. Listen, in the I bet he'll be doing normal human things. Didn't have anything to do in the bitch ages. <laughs> I mean, Robinson... <laughs> Channel 4 television documentary show The Worst Jobs in History featured this occupation in a 2004 episode. Tony Robinson, what the fuck are you talking about? That sounds great, <laughs> frankly. That okay, sounds you great. Have, you have to perform for rich British people. That's true. Yeah, that's, that's the other thing. If it was just like someone gives you, someone has like an empty acre of land and they're just like you get to be a hermit on here for money that's fine. But there's the big house over there, though, with the rich people in it. And you know that Lord, like, like 
Pemble Brumblington, <laughs> yes, whatever you just said, is going to like come down here at like like 7 p.m. Um, like and be like, Ferdy, I need your sage <laughs> advice. Come talk to me. You're you're real man of man of the earth or whatever. I I trust you. I won't pay you more, but tell my wife. I tell me I need advice about my wife and also <laughs> the nature of my soul. And you're just eating like your your oats and <laughs> your king. I I this is true, but like one your alternative is working in the fucking coal mines and like before they have chemicals. <laughs> true. Before they have chemical safety like precautions. <laughs> And two, like, rich people are dumb as fucking hell. Like, you they can just are. say anything That's to true. this man and it will be fine. Like, That's what's true. the worst that, like, literally as long as you're not, not like, I think you should become an axe murderer. Like, like, what else is, the, like, okay, I, this is the, this is the best thing about this job. It's impossible to fuck up. <laughs> okay. You can never, like, what is, like, <laughs> there is no performance review for the garden hermit. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but what if they get tired of you? <laughs> their their property's so big. Just go somewhere else on it. They're never gonna know. That's true. They'll never find you. Probably. Your biggest threat at that point is the gamekeeper, and that's where interclass warfare comes into play. <laughs> no, listen, 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 listen. New you, new new lesbian novel just dropped about a gamekeeper. <laughs> I'm being a rogue garden hermit. <laughs> Seduced the seduced by the lesbian gameskeeper. <laughs> Victoria okay. Evergreen thought she wanted nothing more than to slaughter the rogue garden hornet that appeared on Lord Pendlebottom's property. But what? <laughs> oh. But when she caught sight of the hermit's sparkling eyes. <laughs> question for for all of you mm. if you were um a hermit hired to just kind of live on some rich guy's property in the bitch ages of england um what lie would you tell him to to keep like what just tell me what lie you'd tell him what kind of lie would you like tell him to just show off your flavor um, oh i would fall deep into like oh i know prophecies mm, mm-hmm. i would be like um there is like a, a dark force haunting you and in order <laughs> to get rid of it you have to give your money away to me and also other working class people to to banish your evil spirit mm-hmm. edward saeed i'm sorry you know i self-orientalized <laughs> the hell out of that situation <laughs> I've wisdom from the far off land of India. I would say to him, uh, "You know, I'll I'll come there with you. We can be a duo." <laughs> uh, yeah. My wisdom says you have to uh, you have to drink this uh, this tea that I made from uh, ancient herbs and definitely not just um, some sticks I found in my hut. Yeah, <laughs> to you shit yourself to death. <laughs> <laughs> I think you could also pretend to be like a saint or something or mm, or a ghost. Oh, yeah. I feel like there's a lot of potential in that just in general. Yeah, I feel like I feel you have like... to be careful about saints because then you get 
arrested for heresy or something. Saint doesn't work in England very <laughs> oh, well that's because true. they're not big fans of saints oh, after that's about true. That's true. 1500 or so. But so true. saint works pretty damn well in French. And there we go. In uh, France. Oh god, okay, let's go to France. Well, actually no, that's wrong. France it doesn't work very well in France after about 1790. Damn. So, you got to keep not, moving. Not, yeah. Go to Spain. <laughs> You know, in case you lived the 200 plus years between 1500 and... Well, this is what Midnight was doing. (laughs) (laughs) Is Midnight not just StarClan's garden hermit? (laughs) (laughs) Midnight voice, drink this tea. She literally is, though, because she lives in the same spiritual territory as Starclan and just gives the cats advice. Yeah. She does kind of just live in, like, a hole. <laughs> We've cracked the case. <laughs> I'm so glad I asked about romanticism. <laughs> yeah, and that's, that's how romanticism. <laughs> One last thing about hermits before we move on to what I'm sure is more relevant. Um, <laughs> there is a hermit. There was a hermit who lived in... Um, Grew's Woods in Boston. Oh. Um, huh. Which was uh, on what was at the time the like town line between two, what are now suburbs in the south of Boston. Um, and he lived in a 10 by 12 hut for ten- three decades studying and stuffing local birds and reptiles. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. That's, you know, if you're a little weird guy, like what better job to have? Mm-hmm. Uh huh. He just, uh, yeah, he, here's a picture of him. He just lived in this little hut, and he he, he stuffed birds. He was well-known by local ornithologists. <laughs> yeah. I'm so yeah. happy for him. There's worse life. There, there, that seems like a, you know, he seems like he lived a good life. Mm-hmm. He's in this, if you go to the um, Brookdale Cemetery in Dedham, you can see him. Wow. He's under a three-ton marker, marker that says, Hermit. <laughs> Can I have that on my case? Oh my god. Why is it three tons? <laughs> to is stop gonna... him from coming back. <laughs> <laughs> He's too powerful for the modern age. <laughs> he was stuffing too many birds. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> this guy was out at the same time like warrior cats were like ravaging the bird population. <laughs> One has to stay. One can. The two cannot exist together. Matter and antimatter. <laughs> uh. Oh. So I think that's a firm yes on, on the question yeah. of is warriors a romantic story? Oh yeah. I think that I, I think that's interesting to me because it it kind of gets into a lot of like. I think the appeal of Warriors is in the fact that it is, like, broken and can't be fixed. Not in the sense that the... or I think the appeal of Warriors is in the fact that the Warrior Society is broken. Like, mm-hmm. the people do not want to read about a unified no. clan structure. <laughs> no. Except during a disaster. <laughs> no, you're The people want excuses right. for Romeo and Juliet to happen. It's... It's, pro- it's like the... The YA appeal of like we live in a dystopia or like we live in yeah um a, an older dystopia <laughs> we live in a sci-fi dystopia or you know 
We live in a zombie apocalypse dystopia. It's, it all sucks, but um, I, this I is so you. true because the truth is that being a teenager also sucks. Yeah, you could just live in a. Every teenager <laughs> is living in their own private dystopia. Mm-hmm. Sigmund Freud said that. <laughs> Get that one circulating. <laughs> Yeah, let me put it on an Etsy mug and uh... <laughs> the fire. I survived because the fire inside me burned than the fire around me. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! And then like there's a an enter. Sorry, there's a new paragraph and then an M dash and then uh, it's attributed to Brambleclaw. <laughs> <laughs> Brambleclaw's writings on the human teenager. <laughs> Oh, oh, he spoke to so many of us, and me as an as an adult. <laughs> <laughs> he did so many of us. Though it is extremely funny to hear the words every 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 kitten is living in their own private dystopia. <laughs> <laughs> I know they think that. I know Benny thinks she's <laughs> she's in something. <laughs> I think she thinks she's winning, though. She thinks she's in, I don't know, Hunger Games or something, but she's winning. <laughs> Benny thinks she is Katniss Everdeen. She is. She's stalking and hunting, and I, I've never read Hunger Games. <laughs> <laughs> the two things that happen in those books. <laughs> she's stalking, she's hunting, she's eating kibble. <laughs> listen it's a dystopia right what what do you maybe they're getting what do you eat there i don't think it's kibble (laughs) yeah what do you i don't know if it's kibble (laughs) so we explain why they're hungry is it like a protein block that's a kibble for humans (laughs) i don't know What if anyway, that's the end of my notes. Face. The only note I have left is uh, Leafwing smiley face. We do. So true. I think it's sweet. Leafwing, uh, Brambleclaw was my favorite character of this book, I think just because he gets more of a spotlight and yeah. is a little bit more down to earth. But I really, really, really liked Leaf, uh, Leafpaw's story in books three and four where she gets more of the spotlight. Yeah. And I enjoy her relationship with Mothwing a lot. I think, um... Leaf Paul was definitely like my second favorite when I was reading as a kid. Mm-hmm. I think Leaf Paul would be like who I would be RPing. If you yeah. choose to RP someone, it's like, oh, I'm just a, I'm just a little like little healer character, and oh, I've got my tragic powers that I think my <laughs> sister doesn't know about. God. Um. And oh look, there's a there's a cool girl over there, and oh, but she's got insecurities and a tragic backstory that I don't know yet. This and would also be who I would role play at the age of around sixteen. I want to say. I, I, I think. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, you. Okay. I well, I was just gonna say, like, I think it'd also be really fun to like, you know, learn all the little herbs and berries. That's the <laughs> other appeal of warrior cats. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> It's really the two warrior cats are rom- uh, are just incredibly violent romance and herbs and berries. <laughs> this is what this is what the tweens want. It's so true. Tweens love learning things and terrible social violence. <laughs> the, 
I think like the only thing missing, like because they are cast, they can't have this um, unless they do later. I don't know. Stuff might happen. They need like some sort of amulet. I always liked an amulet in my stories. Well, just you know, what magic have. definitely happens. I mean, we got yeah the empath bond and the badger yeah. from the beginning of time. Yeah, so. but yeah. what if there was like an amulet made of amber and inside? Well, of there's it was the like... stick. There's the stick. Oh, we'll get to there... the stick. That's of true. A stick. J feather stick. <laughs> oh God, I didn't. I don't remember anything from the third series. So I will be. I'll be. <laughs> You say Jay Feather Stick, and I know Jay Feather, but I don't know about his stick. Jay Feather so. Stick is like something I remember so clearly. I'm. I've I've seen it. I didn't care about Jay Feather. Oh no, he was my. He was like my one hundred percent favorite. I think I didn't care about Jay Feather for the same reason I didn't care about Crowpaw, uh, which is that I thought he was annoying because I don't like it when boys are annoying. <laughs> That's fair. I love a grumpy doctor character, though. See, I think for me, Jay Feather was like not old enough to have earned it yet. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I'm I'm just I think. I think. I think just... it is my opinion that uh, to be annoying is the right of women only. So true <laughs> that you know. Men being annoying. This isn't to say that men can never be annoying, uh, but you must understand that men being annoying is a privilege they must earn. Women yeah. are entitled to be annoying. <laughs> Men must work for it. This is my <laughs> this is my new politics, and it's without flaw and without essentialism, and therefore nobody will ever <laughs> mm-hmm. criticize it. I'm gonna put that on my Etsy mug too. I'm gonna make <laughs> bank. I think I'm just picturing. <laughs> I've been picturing Jay Feather fully grown as an adult, but <laughs> he came out of you- the womb like that. <laughs> No, now that now that you're saying it, Kami, it's just like this little baby boy who's like annoying in a way he shouldn't be. He's like, like I mean, he's I like an adult, him. but like just barely, presumably. Like he's like the age in his series. Jay Feather is the age that Brambleclaw is now. Oh no, you you do no? literally yeah. start when they are kids. Oh, even 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 younger then. Yeah. Uh-huh. So so yeah. like a like a. Say, say like a four-month-old kitten, but he opens his mouth and he sounds like, like um, like McCoy from Star Trek, just like <laughs> yeah. That's not what he sounds like, but J- J- baby J Feather could sound like this. He's telling you um that he's gonna do liver surgery. <laughs> he- he's gonna help though. The idea of cats doing surgery is nightmarish. <laughs> With their little paws. No. I bet it would just that. feel it would just feel like being needed, like by your cat. Oh, Who no, the fuck is so... Half Moon? I don't. I think yeah, that's I also don't know who the fuck Half Moon is. I don't know either. Okay. Like, for what reference, Pass has posted an image of a YouTube video what? which says what Jay I... Feather and Half Moon. And to be clear, it's not like Half Moon, like a warrior, like the clan name. It it's just like the word wolf. Half I don't and the know. word Moon. These look like they're wolves completely and also separate. People. Hold on. Uh, Half Moon is, in fact, a character. Okay, it must okay. be from the part that is spoilers. It is from spoilers. How does Jay Feather, as a cat, carry his stick? In his mouth. In his, mouth. his little mouth. Oh. It's always, they're always kissing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. <laughs> I I there is I cannot tell you how much art there is. There's such an energy to all the the posts that are happening to me right now. 
I mean, it's the Raw X. I mean, this came out during the Raw X era. It did. It did. I, I it frankly did. probably drew art of Jay Feather and his stick. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, in that, in the um, the Tinkercad stuff we looked at last week, there was Jay Feather with his stick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I'm so excited to learn about this because I truly don't <laughs> recall it. I've re- <laughs> Somehow I've like, I've read these books. I know that like, I read I read enough of these books that I don't remember Jay Feather as Jay Paul. Like you asked me, you know, you asked me about Squirrel Paw, and I remember her apprentice name and warrior name about equally in my mind, right? Same for Leaf Paw. Uh, I don't remember Jay Paw at all. I only remember Jay Feather, and I don't fucking remember the stick in the slightest. So I'm so, I, I'm extremely looking forward to figuring out what the deal is. <laughs> so since. Since the RAR XD is still around and, you know, everyone's saying, like, cringe culture is dead and everything. Do you think um, it, we are experiencing a, a renaissance? Oh, God. Oh, God, I hope so. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Green News Paz, we found an episode title. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. The, the RAR's erection. Oh, oh, that's also really good. Beautiful. Wow. Oh, can I read? Oh my god. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. I think Jay Feather's figure has the stick. His official one? Yes. Look. Wow. I'm pretty sure. Oh my god. I cannot overemphasize how how much fandom latched onto this stick. Mm -hmm. Oh my god. Listen. Hey, hey, Pat. No. Uh, this is a box image of two cats and figures, and one of them has a stick in it. It says, uh, Black Star and Jay Feather with stick. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm ordering him at a restaurant. <laughs> uh, beautiful. Anyway, um, <sighs> Valentine's Day is coming up. <laughs> I, I think I'm getting you. <laughs> Okay, can I please read the image that you sent before that, though? I Okay, yeah. I need to... The pure, like, 2001, like, verbal sound. That's not a, that's not a great term, but... <laughs> Get your paws off my stick! Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. And then, like, the angry anime vein. Mm-hmm. Thank and you then for... at the bottom it says JX stick heart. Yes, yes. <laughs> I made you a stick, but I eat it. So sad we won't get to this through ages. Uh, years down the line. Maybe like a year and a half. See you in a year and a half, Jade. Then again, it took y'all forever to get through Firestar's quest, so... Yeah, we... Stuff yeah. happens. That's stuff fair. Happens. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully no one will be severely injured in the middle of... Mm-hmm. That's certainly the goal. <laughs> Good luck, Julian. Listen, Thanks. Julian. Listen, Julian, this is your year. This is my year. I mean, we will have to take a break when I get married, That's- but... <laughs> Wait, we'll that's still that. that's still your year. I think I think getting married. Yeah, that's your year. Is better than a yeah. concussion. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely better. 
Or I'm going to get married. I'm going to graduate from grad school. Yes. I'm going to, fingers crossed, get a full yes. Yes. librarian job. It's Julian's You're year. You're so qualified. All of these things the are the much choice. better than a concussion. I don't know how anyone could be more qualified for a library job. You talk about warrior cats all the time, which it's is true. the only thing that matters to children. It's really mm-hmm. unfortunate that I can't... Well, I'm not trying to be a children's librarian. Also, I would never be able to use this podcast as a thing no. that's connected to <laughs> no. it's too much identity. Nobody needs to... <laughs> <laughs> not need to know about my fan fiction. No, you're not interested in uh, the <laughs> learning about your Landecker-ass Superbat fic? <laughs> They should be so lucky to learn about it. Oh. Uh, I have to keep that phrase in mind, laying Decker ass. <laughs> it has a, a nice that like, is what he rhythm did, yes. to it. <laughs> <laughs> Where were uh, we? How did we get to uh, I hate you for this thing? Truly don't know. Um, leaf paw? Did leaf we start paw. at leaf paw? Yeah. Yes, somehow. Little gay cats. <laughs> yeah, that's the theme. Just little gay cats. Uh, is Jay Feather gay? He is so gay to me. About anybody in specific or just generally? No, just I, I feel like he's gay alone. <laughs> <laughs> um, F. From what so I. So brutal. <laughs> no, he's happy like that. Oh. <laughs> He's gay alone. I'm going to remember that. <laughs> I, liked a, I liked Squirrel Flight a lot in this book. Yeah, no, she's yeah. fantastic. Oh, she's... I did. She she graded on me initially, I will admit, uh-huh. but then I grew to like her. I think the thing that works for me about Squirrel, squirrel Paw oh, is that she... <laughs> um. I think the thing that works for me about about Squirrel Paw is that, like, she feels a little bit like she has too much energy and nowhere to put it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's why she's annoying as hell. Like, she's obnoxious in the first half of the book. But, like, the instant she gets on the journey, she's fantastic because she suddenly has somewhere to put a bunch of, like, pent-up energy. Mm-hmm. And that really brings her into, like, her own... Um, Like, she really grows into herself over the course of this book because she, like, has a drive to do something and, like, has a place to put all this, like, uh, like, you know, like, you can tell in the early half of the books that, like, she is, like, vibrating out of her own bones. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's, like, worse when a Firestar starts, like, clamping down on her, but, like, it was bad enough even beforehand. Like, she wants... She is a cat who wants very badly to be doing something at all times, and it grates on Brambleclaw, who can, who like wants nothing more than to relax, like <laughs> when they are living in a normal situation. Mm-hmm. But I think it, it 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 like makes their relationship work really well. I, and I don't even mean like the romantic sense, uh, like, um, yeah. I mean it makes them great enemies, like even in the first <laughs> half. But but like when it gets to the point of the journey, it's like. You know, they they have the good balance of, like, she is amped and he is calm, and that, like, she pushes him, like, forward when you need that kind of, like, push. Um, and then, like, you know, he is kind of the more restraining voice. And also, I think it was really fucking funny when she clowned on Crowpaw. 
Yeah. <laughs> Get his ass. Get him. Yeah, I I agree. She's I I personally loved when she was um very annoying at the beginning because it's such a it feels like such a true genuine expression of like I'm very young. I can't do anything. I'm going to do all of the worst things possible. Oh um, yeah, no, it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like so it's such a delight to read because it's it's like Oh yeah, I know. And also like it's very funny the way she does it. Yeah. And yeah. Like at the beginning, she feels it feels like to me that she thinks that she's a protagonist in her own book. Like uh-huh. yes. the Squirrel Paw only book. And <laughs> then like she actually gets to go out and, and do that, um, with like a bunch of people who you would like think would be kind of opposed to her personality, and they are, but like she bounces off them really well in the end, which is like, yeah. very satisfying to see. Yeah, I mean, Midnight is the story of Squirrel Paw finally getting to realize what it's actually like to be a book protagonist. And, like, <laughs> she takes to it fairly well. Like, she yeah. she does actually, like, you know, in, in spite of what she, in spite of what she is, it, like, the journey is demanding enough that she actually does learn to fit into an ensemble, like, reasonably well. Yeah. Yeah, I think my initial annoyance with her was, like, residual older sibling. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Because like, I'm the only I'm younger the, sibling here. Yeah, I'm the oldest of four, and, like, Squirrel Paw at the, the very beginning is very much like, hi, what are you doing? Hello, 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 hello. I'm going to bother you just to bother you. Um, <laughs> sort of sort of vibes, and, uh, you know, love my siblings. Um, we have a good relationship now. <laughs> Sometimes oh. you're just trying to, like, chill, and someone comes up and starts poking you. <laughs> yeah, but this is what I mean, right? It's, like, uh, because she's also the person, she's, like, she is, like, you know, the president's daughter and not allowed to do anything. Mm-hmm. And she has more energy than I think any adult does. <laughs> which is exhausting. If we could have uh, like an like an ounce of that data, like for a week, just like one ounce of what she does in a day for like spread out over the week, I would be I the most of adults in the universe. <laughs> I think I'd like build a table or something. <laughs> I would have to start ten new hobbies. <laughs> oh God. Um, I would either a... get a degree or fin or start and like finish a- finish my game and start a new game. Here we gotta get you some. I want. I want some games. Listen, I'm gonna get you some squirrel paw juice. Please, I would. I literally. <laughs> There's a one more thing about squirrel paw that I think is like super important to your character that I'm. I'm always thinking about. She's what orange. She's orange. So she's so, she's so orange. She's so orange. She's she. She's an really, orange really, cat, and really, you know really it. Important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's it. Squirrel paw is a really important representation for <laughs> dumbass trans girls. Um, and I don't know how many of those we have in the audience, but I just want to say to all of you out there, we see you, we love you, you're a valued part of our community. Um, much respect to trans girls who are orange cats. <laughs> My heart goes out so to you all. <laughs> And that's why we like Squirrel Paw. So true.
I do love how much she gets stuck on stuff because she's orange and has long fur. <laughs> Every time she gets stuck, her fur gets stuck. I'm just like, baby. Yeah. <laughs> she's she's a long-haired orange cat. And I guess like that means Firestar was also... No, not necessarily. No? Cat not genetics necessarily. are so weird. No, I don't mean like genetics. I mean like people are always saying like you look like your dad. Oh. Yeah. I can't imagine that. Firestar's a, a little short-haired guy to me. He can be either. Maybe he gets haircuts. I think Jake was long furred, so. Oh, okay. I can see that. I think he, like, canonically yeah. was. Yes. So really, she looks beautiful. just like her gay grandpa. <laughs> her bi- <laughs> her bi- bisexual king grandpa. grandpa. Good for her. <laughs> Not like her shitty dad who we hate now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. The things power does to you. <laughs> Firestar's become a victim of homonormativity. Where does Firestar fall on the (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh, God. If had just been nice (laughs) (laughs) We can't post it. We can't include that. Julie, you have to... (laughs) Clapping. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, deep breath, everyone. Who? I'm sorry. <laughs> you have to censor it. You just have to be like, if bleep had been bleep to bleep. <laughs> yeah, that works. <sighs> Who would Firestar like have a beautiful cinematic fight with on top of a building before like falling off of it and in an incredible? I'm surprised like, you even have to ask. His name is Tiger Star. Yeah, it's obviously yeah. Tiger Star. <laughs> oh, he basically true. does this. That's true. Well, he would have if Scourge hadn't eviscerated tigers yeah. yeah that's true perhaps it was tiger scar and scourge who had yeah well no because we don't ever see we don't ever see that like double like murder situation yeah they don't he- like fall hand in a little i know who actually has this <laughs> fight but i cannot say it because it is oh i was gonna ask if it happens that's exciting i know exactly who has this fight are they in oh. the new prophecy uh yes, it, I believe it will happen in the new prophecy. Oh, oh, I think I think I have an idea of who this is, but yeah. we can we can talk about it later. Yeah. All right, everyone, let's let's pull out let's pull out Spotify. I I'm hope just we gonna die. Say, I hope we both die. I'm just gonna say like <laughs> what I'm thinking of, maybe the most iconic death in the series, right Ooh. beside right behind Tiger Star. So, God, wow. <clears throat> well, I can't. The new prophecy is good, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've been having a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to the next books. I'm very, very excited. Yeah. Um I don't even know where we're going. Structure, what is it? Uh, how, how this prophecy I'm sorry, the prophecies are still running oh, because I no. uploaded the wrong oh. file. Oh, I no. thought they were in our like final episode, but I forgot that we did them at the beginning of the first episode. How do you store them? Midnight. Oh yeah. Uh, um, I'm uploading them to Google Cloud right now and just using their like trial uh, speech to text AI feature. Oh, I, okay. They're not I written. Um, promise I will write them down and like on like vellum and like seal it up later. <laughs> and then after we reread them, I'll burn them. Again, this is partly on me for absolutely forgetting. No, no it, they're my prophecies. I should be the one like using a stick to scrawl them into like some finely ground pebbles or something. I mean, as a librarian in the maintainer of our archive, no. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, okay, well, um, I, I can have more talking points. Um, how do people like uh, cats going on a little journey? Because I am a big fan, but I had peeked at the Goodreads, and some people seemed like they were not a oh, fan. Oh, we should look at the Goodreads. Ooh. Yeah. As is tradition. People on Goodreads, at least a few people, didn't like the not journeys. Fans? Didn't like it. I mean, this is the second journey we've had in a row, but not actually because... Well, is it actually? No, Firestar's Quest came out when The Power of Three came out. Right, so it's not actually the first the two quests in a row. Yeah. Which is, is not that. Now, it turns out Midnight Warriors is its own separate series. Oh. <laughs> What's see. it about? <laughs> uh, parallel attraction. Fine. Oh. I see. Oh, I hate this new Goodreads uh, style. It's yeah. bad to... Oh, I think a mate is the farthest thing from Alien oh, no. Warrior Jared <laughs> Bennett. <laughs> can I can Bennett? I can I hear that again? <laughs> for me, I don't think I can. <laughs> no, I think I need everyone to be absolutely silent while Coffee says that again. Yeah. I don't know what's She's not going to do it. We've it's... lost her. <laughs> okay. She can't do it, but it's in our hearts. <laughs> it's on It's on tape. It's on Goodreads. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. You do it. I can't. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> Finding a mate is the farthest thing from alien warrior Jared Bennett's mind. After Wait, years like a... of exile on Earth. Sorry? No, I, I have to look something up very quickly. I'm just... Hold on, hold on. What's your name? Uh, I have a theory. I have a strong theory. Oh, okay, no. I thought it was... um, I thought it was spelled Bennett in a funny way, like Pride and Prejudice Bennett. Like, oh, is this is this the poll? No, keep, keep going. I'm crying. I'm actually... <laughs> I fell off my chair. You sound so far away. <laughs> After years of exile on Earth, he's almost developed a time travel weapon. One that will hopefully bring peace to his own people. What? A chance encounter with scientist Kelsey Wells ignites a scorching desire that overshadows his people's war. He got distracted by being horny. To Kelsey, Jared's heritage is exotic and alarming. Nothing like the logical scientific fact of her own world. She's exoticizing Jared Bennett, the alien (laughs) warrior. Jared! But despite her fears, she can't deny the heated response of her body every time a magnetic leader comes near. When an enemy from the future arrives, Jared realizes that his desire to mate with Kelsey may destroy them all. I can't. Surely he can't bond with her, not now, when his doing so might destroy not only his own world, but Earth as well. The lovers face one inescapable fact. Time can save them as much as it can destroy them. Dot, dot, dot. Jared. This has a 3.59 on Goodreads. Yeah. Pretty good for Goodreads. Published 2006. Oh, I want to see the... Only a year after midnight. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, this is the the Midnight Warrior series, which I found when I tried to Google Midnight Warriors Goodreads. Oh, I found our next book series. Oh, um, a lot I of just... people on Goodreads mad about uh, the switch to Firestar uh, away from Firestar's oh, yeah. POV. He's I who's Firestar? I don't know him. I think it was a great move on their part, frankly. Um, 
and and to like end up doing like multiple POVs in one book because I think it's fun. Can I read this uh, one star review? Yes. Is it by Goodreads uh, user? If it is, then I'm going to. You're going to read it, and I think it's the one I suspect. And if it is, I'm going to have to take beef with this word, uh, this Goodreads user. Um, this is by Goodreads user Akash, whose last name I'm not going to read. Um, well, this is my first review, and I am starting on the only book on my shelf that I did not complete. This was my first Warriors book, and I want to know why people like it. I have read books like Percy Jackson, Artemis Fowl, Harry Potter, and such books, and I decided to read something which is not as famous, so I picked it up. I'm writing this not book six famous. months afterwards, not so I can't famous. be exact, but the plot just didn't run at all. The last 50 pages or so I did not even read as I got fed up. The characters don't connect at all. This is the only book I have given one star because any good book should make you complete it. I rest my case. My God. I'm so sorry, Akash. A pretty hater. They got to pretty and they were like, fuck this book. We weren't, I'm not standing for that. I um, can't get I, over the not as famous. <laughs> I mean, it's not as famous as Harry Potter. Well, yeah, but I think it it's like is. Percy Jackson and certainly Artemis Fowl here. I don't think Artemis Fowl's that famous. Uh, certainly not anymore. I don't know. What do the kids like these days? Uh, okay, I have two very short reviews. Mm-hmm. Okay, one, um, four star review. Um, it's it's also typed audiobook, and it all all it says is invasion of the British all over again. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I get it. Yep. <laughs> so true. Actually, no. I've I've decided I identify with the warrior cats much more strongly because, uh, like so many peoples around the world, they are having their lands taken <laughs> over by the British. <laughs> Uh, okay, the second review is right under that. Very fortuitous from last year. Four stars also. Um, it just says, Leaf, Paw, and Mothwing. Much to think about. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So true. I want to shout out this two-star review, which says, okay, which starts, okay, listen. There should have been way more bonding between the prophecy cats. And I just want to say... There's a there's a bunch of other stuff in this review which I mostly won't cover, but I do appreciate the thing here which captures what the other thing I think is the main appeal of Warrior Cats, which is just like seeing friends be physically affectionate with one another. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do. People think love they're... when a cat presses their muzzle to another cat's flank. I do. I take photos of it all the time in my house. Yeah. Why don't humans do this? I know there's answers <laughs> to this question. <laughs> Oh, man. Review from Georgia. I got confused by how many cats there were and how silly their names were. My warrior cat name would be Dirtface. Damn. Oh, my God. Um, I do want to shout out this three-star review that says, My favorite character in the book was Squirrelpaw. She kind of reminded me of the annoying orange. This is from 2012. (laughs) What? I'm I'm sorry. I just saw a very long review by some parent... Um, th- that like talks broadly about like the the concepts of colonialism and 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 what he says is quote unquote tribalism in these cats. Um, but then like there's a um an alarm emoji, parental warning alarm emoji. Oh, no. Sorry, controversy. Um, no, 
Yeah, that's what it says. Um, and it starts off with, there is concern of the homosexual or oh. hashtag agenda based content within this series. <laughs> wait, wait, is it anti-colonialism, but also anti-gay? I think so. Was this written by my father? But it's... A- <laughs> Guys, this fucking guy. This guy is like, it says, there is nothing of that sort in this series, nor any other warrior books that I've seen. Look again. The rumor, <laughs> wrong. The rumor seems to have started within the f- fandom to retcon two male characters who are that are close friends to be gay. Talking <laughs> about Ravenpaw specifically. Oh my god, they are gay. They are gay, though. Sorry, and this series will make your child become gay. Yeah. So. Listen. Look at. Listen to the podcast. Look at what happens. Um, (laughs) (laughs) This is like a bizarre review. It's like so long. But it ends with like, there is no homosexuality in cat behavior. (laughs) Look at the line. It's objectively (laughs) false. That's just wrong. chat. Oh, your cats. I'm going to make your cat gay. You can't do anything about it. <laughs> Homosexualizes your cat. Homosexualizes your cat. <laughs> we do joke a lot about how Chickpea is homophobic. Um, <laughs> same with Benny. <sighs> oh, here's a review where I, I did search Purdy um, in the reviews. Here's someone who also seems to... Uh, ascribe to the theory that Purdy is leading them through purgatory where they say Purdy seemed Purdy seemed to remind me of somebody evil dot 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 oh I don't know (laughs) what the devil (laughs) yeah I don't know (laughs) Virgil (laughs) (laughs) Lucifer (laughs) Purdy's in Inferno I know that's not but (laughs) Purdy said, I want you to do sin, Brambleclaw. <laughs> <laughs> That's the gay agenda right there. <sighs> no, not Commander I, Spock it, rating it. Here's a really stars. here's a really interesting <laughs> opening uh, paragraph to me, which I think is very funny. <laughs> Uh, I liked, uh, I didn't mind the switch in perspective, and I liked how Firestar acted more like a fire, uh, a father here. However, a few things bothered me. The fact that Squirrelpaw was so rebellious and impudent with all the adult <laughs> cats, her mentor, Brambleclaw, and even her father. That's to be clear, her mentor and Brambleclaw as separate figures. It struck me as very wrong that Sandstorm defended her daughter's arrogant attitude to Firestar by remarking that he what? handles her wrong. Yet a few chapters before... The argument with Firestar and Twirlpot, Sandstorm gives her daughter an order to quit fooling around, and her daughter obeys. Yet when given similar <laughs> orders by her father and clan leader, Squirrelpaw rebels and acts conceited and obnoxious. This is just how families work. Is, is this person writing from, like, the Regency era? Like, well, <laughs> Yeah, the fucking Lady Catherine is like, I hate this impudent kitten. <laughs> Obstinate. You know, this person's first name is Kathy. <laughs> oh my god, it's her. <laughs> Also, oh. the listen, I have the answer. The reason she listens to her mom and not like to Firestar is because Firestar fucking sucks. Yeah, or maybe her mom's Yeah, because like, Firestar's an asshole and her mom's uh like normal or Yeah. Also, I just feel like look, Firestar the, the, I think here's the thing about parents. 
you listen to more orders when a person gives them less. Right? It's so true. Yeah. Like, yeah. Firestar is a guy who is constantly ordering people to do stuff. Sandstorm never fucking raises her voice. And that means when Sandstorm raises her voice, you goddamn listen to her. <laughs> I have found a review that there's a lot of talking points within it. Uh-huh. Um, okay. Wait, can I just briefly shout out? This, yeah. This is very... This is a uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 <laughs> line review. First line, go. Bram- uh, second line, Brambleclaw, exclamation points until it fills the whole line. Next 10 lines, <laughs> exclamation points. Yes. Yes. Oh, he does go. That's He's going. That's so true. <laughs> I love that he goes. He, um, is, he goes so far. He goes so far mm-hmm. and he's so stressed. That kitty go. Okay, this is this review. Um, I'll parts talk about. Okay, so I was extremely surprised at Brambleclaw's dramatic chance in personality. When he was an apprentice, I felt starry- sorry for Firestar for mentoring him. What? Oh my what? Because <laughs> he what? looked evil. <laughs> they brought the propaganda. <laughs> What if this? What if the baby has bad vibes? But Brambleclaw's has really changed now that the book is through Brambleclaw's Ow. point of view. I hate Firestar, who I admired in the first series. Brambleclaw is so much more noble than Firestar. When was he less noble? Why did this person really was like Firestar's right? This baby's evil. <laughs> This person was like, whatever the protagonist thinks is right. Yeah. Is this is is this person ten? Probably. Because that makes sense. Um. It, okay. Going on. Leafpaw is my new favorite cat too. I cannot imagine Longtail as an elder. LOL. I also hate Mousefur and Cinderpelt. <laughs> what? Why Cinder Leafpaw doesn't even do? hate Cinderpelt? Yeah. What is up? I guess, um, Cinderpe- I guess in this book, Cinderpelle has some wild shit to say. I guess. Right? Kind yeah, of. I guess she's, yeah, she does I just keep- become Yellowfang, I guess. Yeah. But it's, I- it's also fun when she's Yellowfang. Um, when they said, uh, when they said, um, Leaf Paw's my new favorite, I was like, you have good taste. And then they continued to say <laughs> things, and I was like, you don't have good taste. Okay, there's there's still more to this view. Okay. We, we'll keep reassessing as far as his opinions. Dramatic chance of events of the warriors. Cloud, space, tail is still one of my favorites. Smiley face. Purdy is awesome. If you do not know who he is, read this awesome book. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> the energy of that is like, if you do not know who he is, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Only real Purdy heads in here. Uh, what a delightful review. There's a lot of questions. This is from 2015, by the way. I also love this other review that just begins Brambleclaw, son of the murderous tiger star. Like, <laughs> bro, you don't okay, have to introduce him like that. <laughs> Can't escape even on Goodreads, our poor little guy. Oh my god. Introducing him like as a fucking Greek hero. <laughs> Dragged down by the epithets of his forebears. <laughs> that really is his arc. Brambleclaw, fleet of foot, big of stature, uh, son of murderer, <laughs> evil of eye, at least to me, Firestar. 
Here's a review. Party's so sweet. I can't believe Crowpaw is mean, so mean to him. Grr. Dot, 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 dot. Yes, pretty heads, you're so right. <laughs> uh, Wire's Goodreads is always a delight. I think they're just so good. <sighs> um, okay, the prophecies are complete. Great. I have to listen to them real quick because the transcription is not as good. Um, <laughs> oh, you don't want me so to just read it off the whatever the thing made? Just, it just doesn't. It's not going to be legible if we do that. Oh, no. Oh, no, that's okay. Uh, give me a second here. Thank you for being so very brave and the best librarian in the world. <laughs> I know. I listen. It's hard for like a machine to understand what I'm saying because I say oh, I only say bullshit. <laughs> oh wait, I think you actually maybe sent us these via text. Wait, what? Did oh, I? wait, yes, oh. you did. Oh my god. I you this. already did this, I think. No. <laughs> what a fault. Yeah, we didn't even have to do any of this. This was wow. a great tragedy. You are you were you were smart <laughs> back in November. <laughs> I was a different person in November. Um yeah, here, let me link directly to the Oh my god. Um, to the message. Well, we live, we learn. Sorry, everyone. Whoops. I tried not. I do remember reading these out now. I. Yep. Uh huh. Well, this is a great. Well, this is a great place to you know wrap up. Uh huh. Yep. All right. Okay. Uh, oh, I guess take... we never got. We never actually got to questions. Oh, Should fuck. we? I don't think we actually received we any really questions. Not? Oh yeah. well, we did. Okay, to be fair, I did um, remember that we needed to post questions while I was in bed last night at two a.m. <laughs> you could probably tell. I, I do see that tweet. <laughs> Hello, everyone. We are doing our wrap-up recording for midnight on Friday. So if you have any questions, send them in. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Two minutes later, <laughs> I, I can look log out. <laughs> we, we were both in bed, like passing. <laughs> the film between us and neither of us could figure out how to lock out. <laughs> it was very endearing to wake up to that. <laughs> uh, Listen, if anyone has any questions for the next episode about whatever, including this stuff, you can send it and we'll read it. Yeah, we're, we'll always take questions mm-hmm. for like past books. Um, if you're like, you you know, if you end up being new to the podcast and work through all of our content in a short period of time because you're, have a project or whatever, you can send us, send us a question. Yeah. Or send us a picture of your cats. Or send it, we always love a cat picture. Shall we read these prophecies? Yes. Um, Um, we can go down the Discord order list, I guess. I'm yeah. also I'm also not gonna look at these so I can just okay. you know hear it from you guys. Um okay, the first one. There are two girl girl characters at least, so the gender via the errands will surely no further text. Yeah. Uh, this did happen. This did yeah. happen. There were more than two girls, in fact. There were. Somehow there better. Yeah, there maybe. are. Um so and yet the gender. Yeah. Well, I, I feel like Feathertail was relegated to to the, all of the gender 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, not- she did sort of get all of it. <laughs> I I did like the other girls, and they think they had a good time. Yeah. I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a respecter of people whose gender is woman. <laughs> so true. <laughs> In fact, you might even call me a person who a, a woman who respects women. Damn. <laughs> That's why they call you we're a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, next prophecy Firestar will not understand his children period at all yep. correct correct yep you're Slam just really dunk. hitting yeah. it out the park yeah I could predict everything but myself <laughs> third prophecy one will be spunky and the other will be nerdy though they are different they both grapple with the legacy of their father they don't want to be him they have dreams beyond presidency maybe graphic design or rev- <laughs> revolution. Well, you really so nailed the yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I love them both. And, well, I mean, Squirrel Paw, clearly revolution. So Leaf Paw, graphic design? Yeah, I see that for her. Yeah. Um, Cloudtail, Brightheart, Cool Aunt, and Uncle. Smiley face. Uh, Man, I wish this had happened. Yeah, they just weren't there very much. Yeah, I would say Ravenpaw. Well, the next one, yeah, what you said. Yeah, yeah next one, Ravenpaw Barley, double income, no kits, cool gay uncles. <laughs> yep, <laughs> so uncles true. really worried about where you're living. <laughs> uh, Grace Ripe, an uncle, I guess. Yep. Yep. Now that yep. <laughs> completely he does have unhelpful. That nice <laughs> no. Well, he like has a, kind of a nice moment with Firestar where he's like, you need to chill. Not Am I, really. Did I, make that up? did I make that up in my head? I, I, think- I feel like what he had was like telling Squirrel Paw and Brambleclaw, like, I'm sorry he's such a bitch. And then he left. And then he like yeah. shrugs and leaves. Yeah. He's like, he's just stressed and then he leaves. Yeah. Uh, uh, Paz, okay. I think you're next. Uh, White Kit is the friend of Pure group who is like one year older and spiritually 50, mature and well adjusted. I think you thought this. No, I don't know. I don't remember White That's... Kit appearing at all in this book. No. That's Cloudtail Brightheart's kid, right? I know they exist, but I don't even know how old they are, really. I... And if quite young, I they think. Were... I don't... They were younger. I think it ended up being younger, right? Yeah. Let me go look at allegiances real fast. Maybe, maybe the baby is still like being a baby. Well, it was White Paul in this book, but yeah, I don't remember her like at all. So no, she was not in friend group. Too little or too old. Can't tell. I yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> Sorry, White Paul. Um, next prophecy is. The main conflict will be coming generations, cat years, of animosity to make friends with other clans. Smiley face. Yep. Correct? Correct. Yeah. Correct. Slam dunk. Oh, really crushing it. Yeah. I think uh, these are just like natural progressions for like a series like this. Um, including um I don't I don't even remember what you guys just read, frankly. <laughs> I'm very tired. It was about <laughs> overcoming animosity between no, clans. Yes, that, yeah, yeah. Um Next one is a fourth main character, maybe a Shadow Clan kit, who will be an enemies to best friends friendship with Leaf Kit or Squirrel Kit. Um, smiley face question mark. Uh, the spirit of this. this is right. I feel like 
Some yeah, of it we is have a profile. shadow clan cat who is a main character. Yeah, and we also have an enemies slash we haven't gotten to best friends. Yeah, yeah, yes. The enemies part is there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The next one is just badgers, question mark, question mark, question mark. Yes. This is the most important problem. When I saw this, I lost my shit. (laughs) We did it. Every single time you mentioned badgers, like, it was like, Jules has me and uh, previous guest Alex losing our fucking minds (laughs) in our, like, you know, friend group spoilers channel. They like Liz has like it's like the opposite of that that party meme. Like all of us, all four of us are in the corner being like she yeah. doesn't know about the badges. Listen, you miss hundred percent of the badges you don't think about. That's so true. So you manifested true. this all the way back in two thousand six or whatever. Oh god. <laughs> Every single time you mention badgers, one of us would be like, I'm, I can't wait for Liz to find out. I was so fucking happy. I think I was reading this, like, at work. <laughs> Made it all worth it. Yeah. Oh, I was like, so good. That's probably the noise I made. <laughs> um, I don't remember who we're on. I think it's you. All right. More cat language swears. I think so. I yeah. think we got some. Yeah. Uh, next is the new prophecy in the title will be about using the power of friendship. Maybe there is a ghost. Maybe it's Tiger Claw's ghost. Well, it was a badger who was a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> the badger is a ghost, and the new prophecy is about using the power of friendship. Damn. So very explicitly too. I was surprised. You didn't really yeah, right down this. the line, ding, 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 all winners. Yeah, I think this this was it was all just like set up very well like this is what you expect from like a next generation series uh-huh. and but also you're very smart <laughs> oh. yeah it's your degree you're uh-huh. seeing themes and facts i am seeing themes and facts i didn't specifically predict lesbians though and that's on me that is on you mm-hmm. don't worry you'll, you'll get them next time yeah i feel like it i understand it's like hard to predict lesbians in beloved <laughs> childhood it's hard to predict any queerness in beloved childhood series mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. listen you have a higher hit rate with bigotry, frankly. <laughs> yeah, but also, you, you miss a hundred percent of the lesbians you don't think about. So true. <laughs> this is what I tell myself every time I open a dating app, and then I close it anyway. <laughs> All right. Um. Next one. Comically old characters from previous series. Looking at you, tall star. Um. He didn't get oldified. No, he hasn't quite been quite oldified yet. Wasn't he? Not really, no. No. I mean, besides, I like, like, being... I feel from, like we were talking about somebody getting oldified. I mean, I'm sure he won't escape, but right now he's spry and nimble. Well, that's fine, because in terms of comically old characters, we do have Midnight. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Purdy, but Purdy looks like a little, like, fresh baby next to midnight yeah it's like when you see like a 70 year old person and you're like oh you're so you're, you're quite old and then you see like someone who's like 110 and you're like what does what what does that person who's 110 think of someone who's 70 <laughs> when you were one i was 40 
Yeah, 39. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I was so fucked up. Final prophecy. I think this is Julian's. Yep. Brambleclaw will be a normal guy. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Personality-wise, yes. Um, Broadly true, but he's not living that normal no. guy life. Love you, King. Good luck. <laughs> he's he's he identifies as a normal guy, but was assigned prophetic cat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I you really did crush it. This is like a ninety percent hit rate here. Yeah. I'm really impressed. Thank you. I had a rough start not knowing that Brambleclaw was going to be a main character. <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, it's time for your new ones for... Oh, fuck. Oh, God. Um, we ended on a cliffhanger, What is right? the second one again? It's harder to remember the names because um, they're all Moonrise. times of day. Moonrise? Okay. Yes. Moonrise cover is great. It also. is. I can't just Google Moonrise. This doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. We can give Liz the cover to okay. set some vibes. All right, I'm standing on a big, tall, like pedestal, and I'm I've got like oils and and herbs burning under me. Oh, yeah. Oh, she's. Good one. This is a little like soft kitty. <laughs> I think that might be uh, Stormfur. It is Stormfur. Oh, we didn't talk about Stormfur very much. Um, he's yeah, that is the book. He's there. No, standing there. I he became like oh he's kind of boy to like oh he's funny because he's just there. Indeed, for no there. reason. Yeah. Um. Oh, they look cold. It's snowing. It's snowing on Stormfur. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, I know exactly how this is going to turn out. I've read The Left Hand of Darkness. <laughs> God. <laughs> the- Sorry, I'm just thinking about the idea of Kemmer and Warrior Cats, and it's he- a lot. It's it's oh, a God. lot to consider. <laughs> yep. Uh Okay. Having encountered the ocean, they have to uh, make their way back to their clans to tell them all that Midnight has told them. Um, But uh, because they don't have Purdy's wisdom, they end up taking a very circuitous, like, dangerous route, which somehow, maybe the seasons have changed. Like, it's snowing. So now they have, like, this, like, survival, long, dark style um, left hand of darkness also style trek through the cold and they are there's so little it's gonna be terrible um stormfur is you know he's gonna he and his sister are gonna like wrap everyone else up i think they're the biggest and fluffiest um and just kind of like be the protective layer for all the kitties um i think it's very funny that he's on the cover (laughs) um it looks like there's a looming cat shadow like on this cover with two pointed ears right where um Aaron Hunter's like byline is. Um and I think that cat will be um the new antagonist. Um and I don't know who it is. But the maybe this cat hates friendship until they can become <laughs> friends with the new group. Um, I'm, I was surprised we didn't get more perspectives in this book because I heard that was the big thing about the new books. Um, so maybe we'll get to see inside of Squirrel Paw's, like, funny little brain 
that makes like the noise of like a, a ping pong ball rolling around in a plastic cup whenever she moves. <laughs> um, Brambleclaw will continue to have a bad time, but he'll maybe he'll get more confident now that since they have a seen that the prophecy was like a real thing and got a legitimate message. Meanwhile, back at home, Leaf Paw, um, very cold because she has her twin empath powers, um, <laughs> that only she knows about consciously. She, maybe she goes on a little date with, um, Mothwing. Maybe they gather herbs and, um, and she's just thinking like, Wow, Mothwing, you look so cool, beautiful, tragic, mysterious, interesting, and strong. <laughs> as she as she tends to. Um I don't know. I think it's it's gonna be a longer journey back, and we're gonna get glimpses into the clan doing bad because of all the, the construction that's happening. Uh we're gonna see some weird humans, like for sure, like very alien looking. And um that's all I got for now. Maybe I'll give you better ones later. But I think it'll just be um, snow horror as the new environment. Because there's always one in every book. And I am predicting lesbians this time. I'm, I'm manifesting them and I'm wishing <laughs> them the best. Beautiful. Thank you. Oh, God, I got really <laughs> got so dry just now. <laughs> I need water. Well, StarClan was speaking through you, so... Oh, God, get out. <laughs> it takes a lot of energy. Well, um, yeah. anything else, or have we reached the end? I feel like we went on a lot of tangents. Well, we're already at, like, uh, almost two hours. Almost of two hours. This has been a, a real oh. blockbuster. I have to go to sleep soon. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Um... Paz, I do not think we'll have time to go to PetSmart to get litter before they close at 9 p.m. No, perhaps not. <laughs> In nine minutes? <laughs> um, okay. Okay, well, if, if seriously, if you have questions, you should send them to us and we will simply read them when we start Moonrise. Um, we love questions. Um... Kavi, anything you want to plug as our special guest? Yeah, sure. Um, I make a tabletop role-playing game called Songs for the Dusk. It is a science fantasy game about being like brave and helpful adventurers and then like going out and doing missions and then coming back and like building up this community that you've built around your adventuring crew um, set in a world that is inspired by things like Destiny, like She-Ra, um, that kind of like really uh, grand science fantasy uh, setting. Uh, if you want to find that game, you can find it at yourgirlkv.itch.io slash songs for the dusk. That's yrgirlkv.itch.io slash songs for the dusk. You can also find uh, that game on Twitter at twitter.com slash songs for the dusk. And while you can technically find me on Twitter, I would prefer you find me on cohost at cohost.org slash yrgirlkv. Thank you. Clap, 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 clap. Buy her game. Buy it. <laughs> Buy it. Or else. Spend, spend your money. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, okay, I guess that will do it for us this week. Um, 
I didn't even look at Moonrise, so I don't know what we'll be reading, but it'll probably be like the prologue to chapter three or something like that. Uh, we could read some chapters. Oh, I'll, I'll post an episode description. Um, we could do just the prologue and we can make <laughs> predictions, see what happens. No, shouldn't do that. That would that take so terrible. long. That would take so long. We'll finish the uh, new prophecy when I'm dead. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. When I'm 80 years old. No, we still have to read Redwall. <laughs> you will never finish the Redwall book. We no, will. No, don't curse us. <laughs> I've renewed Redwall so many times. I think, <laughs> I think the library, I think Libby just like thinks I have it now forever. I Liz, I'll send you an EPUB. No, I have it now. They don't like they'll they just let me renew it. They I guess if no one's take waiting it, for it, they, they used, will let you renew they it. They used kind to of take it away. I think the other people in gave the... up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure there's lots of copies of Redwall. <sighs> okay. Um That'll do it for us this week. As always, you can find us on Twitter at twitter.com slash staircast. You can send us emails at staraytostarclan at gmail.com. You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash staircast. You can leave us a review if you want. We would appreciate it. Um, And that'll be it for now. So until next time, may Starclan light your path. Bye.